Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So, talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe and Summit 4xe models in dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. The One Fab Day Wedding Podcast. Welcome to episode six of the One Fab Day Wedding Podcast. So far in the podcast, we've covered getting engaged, being a great wedding guest, and why weddings are so expensive. Today, we're getting down to the practicalities of planning and how to figure out what style of wedding is right for you. This is such a crucial step in wedding planning, but I think it's one that confuses a lot of couples. They're often not sure what exactly constitutes a wedding style and if they need to pick one and how exactly they go about that and put it all together. So in this episode, we'll be answering all of those questions and more. One Fab Day Expert Wedding Tips. Keying things off each week, we share one of the handy tips we've picked up from all the couples we speak to at One Fab Day and pass it on to those of you in the throes of planning. So Selena, what's your tip this week? So my tip is break in those wedding shoes. Yes. And I'm not just talking to brides, I'm talking to grooms, moms, dads, guests, bridesmaids, groomsmen, all of you, your heads will be wrecked on the dance floor if your shoes are hurting you. So it can make ruin your day. It could ruin your day. So make a plan for breaking in your wedding shoes. So I don't care how you do it. There's loads of different differing opinions on the best way to break in shoes on the internet. You could spend hours researching it, but try and make a little plan, I would say a month out. Make a plan to maybe bring them into work for an hour, even wear them at your desk, getting up, go and get a coffee, doing the washing up at home. Just Can make- I add a tip to your tip? Yeah, of course. Make sure you scuff the soles of them as well. Oh, for precarious uh, floor situations. Slippy carpet. Yeah, nobody wants to be falling over on their wedding day either. Mm-hmm. So just make a plan, figure out how you're going to do it in advance and your whole day will be a million times better, I promise. The One Fab Day Wedding Podcast. So we have a bit of a wide-ranging topic this week. What are your options when it comes to what style of wedding to have and how do you choose between them? For some couples, you'll know exactly what you want and for others, it'll be a little bit trickier. So to simplify things, it's important to remember that, yes, every single wedding is different, but there are only about eight overall styles when it comes to what kind of wedding to have. Yeah, I think a lot of couples think my wedding is completely different to any other wedding that's ever taken place in the history of the universe, which is true, but it's actually really helpful to nail down the style of wedding or the kind of wedding that you're going to have because it will be so handy for you in the various stages of wedding planning. Even for the most out there wedding, I think it's a good idea to put it into some kind of box because it definitely helps you when you're looking for suppliers and, and kind of summing things up when you're talking to people about it as well. Yeah, there's no need to see identifying your style of wedding as like a cop out or as conforming or as following a formula because sometimes formulas are really, really helpful. They're there for a reason. They're there for a reason. We see so many couples who are like, I'm going to just do my own thing, which is great, and we're all about that. But then 
they come to us and they're like, oh, well, so here's what I want to do. And we realize, oh, well, that's a city wedding. Like if you had just from the outset said, I want to have a variation on a city wedding, everything would be so much clearer for you. Mm, absolutely and when we're talking about the style of wedding we're not talking about having a rustic wedding or a vintage wedding because those things are aesthetic Um, yeah they're variables yeah we're talking about like the actual vibe and atmosphere how your wedding feels the level of formality it has the amount of planning and logistics you're going that's going to go into it and the style of venue you have yeah and the eight styles that we have narrowed it down to are pretty iconic so you've probably been to one of all of them or you've at least heard of one or seen one online uh, so when we go through them you will go oh okay I, I get what you're talking about here and of course your wedding might be a mixture of even two three four of them but it's good to have even you can identify the first part of the day will be more like one style and the second part might be another style but there will be one style that it's like more than any other style yeah absolutely so I guess we should start with the first one the one that's kind of most popular at the moment um among a lot of our readers I think on the site which is a country house wedding yeah so the country house wedding is like the beautiful option for Ireland in summer I think you yeah. want to have, I mean, you want to make use of the beautiful Irish countryside. You want to feel a little bit of luxury because it's a special day. And that's why the country house venue has become so popular. Yeah. And there's a lot of choice in this one. Um, there's a lot of different venues to choose from. And you can have quite like a laid back house party vibe with this one, or yeah. you can have it really high end. And um, so it's quite a flexible choice. It tends to be fun, um, a little bit informal or a little bit slightly yeah. alternative I guess and um, without being too out there and a garden party perhaps if if the weather holds up and a lot of times it's in an exclusive higher venue so a place that you can kind of make your own for the day or for the weekend. Yeah you can definitely have so many different aesthetic themes running through a country house wedding but the main feel of it is very light and fun and back to nature is yeah. like a big part of it. You'll probably take your portraits in like a beautiful garden or a forest. You might even have your ceremony outdoors on the lawn of the house or in the woods. It can be really cool and rustic or it can be really classic. And this one is quite easy to personalise, I think, and works for both very intimate weddings and larger ones. Might be hard to pull off just because of the venue choices for 200 plus, but for up to about 150, I think would work for a country house wedding. Yeah, there's definitely a reason why this is one of the most popular ones at the minute. And just for FYI, if you're thinking about planning and workload, this one can be a bit of work and can take a bit of planning and expense as well. Yeah, it's it's going to be stunningly beautiful and you're going to pay for that. Yes. (laughs) Unfortunately or fortunately. So kind of at the other end of the spectrum is the next one, the elopement. So party for two or more increasingly these days is a party for two and a few. Um, We see a lot of US couples coming to Ireland for these with maybe a handful of family or friends. Or obviously the like epic cliffside elopement with just the two of you and your celebrant. Yeah, exactly. So if you are thinking of a wedding with maybe 10 guests, it'll probably be more close to an elopement than it will, for example, a country house wedding. Mm. Um, You can get so creative with elopements, though. That's why I love them. Because Selena will elope. (laughs) I'm threatening to elope all the time. You, You know that, Claire. But... I think before I started working in weddings, I thought an elopement was like, darling, shall we go to New York and get married this weekend? Let's. But now I realise that so many couples do them with so much attention to detail. They put so much time and thought and effort into their outfits, like flowers, decor, everything. The sky's yeah, like really the still top notch videographer, top notch 
photographer, florist, all of that. Yeah, so they can still have the same beautiful portraits and memories that someone who's spent a ton of money and had a really big wedding can have, which is kind of a misconception that is slowly dying out, I think. And you can always have the big party afterwards. Uh, You don't have to, it doesn't have to be one or the other. You can always kind of have it as a bit of a mix of both. Yeah, absolutely. So there's, you can really be, very creative or detailed about it. Some couples do do the thing where they just go to Vegas and get Elvis to marry them, which I'm also a fan of, not going to lie. But it is really flexible, usually destination as well. We have had couples on the site, though, who eloped to a different part of Ireland, which Mm. was really cool. It was just, they obviously wanted something that was very, very intimate and just for them. And I think maybe we should do a whole episode on elopements down the line. But one thing to consider is family reactions the protocol and that is a whole thing to definitely consider but not not a reason not to do it at all I think if you're leaning towards an elopement then that means an elopement is definitely one of your options because so many people would never consider it whereas I definitely would love to have it among my choices a load of people I know are instantly switching off going that's not for me I want my family there I want my mom my sister I want all the fuss yeah this is for people who either don't want the fuss expense or attention of a big wedding yeah they want something small and just about the love next we have black tie wedding which is a really fun one to attend because you get to feel all fancy oh the luxury yeah and uh, it can be in a country house so there is a bit of crossover with country house weddings more often it's in a very high-end hotel or castle in ireland anyway um and it tends to be yeah luxurious because if you're having a very upmarket venue you kind of have to dress it appropriately you can't just have a wildflower bouquet you have to kind of match the luxury of the day I suppose with everything that you do so this can be an expensive one yeah I guess as well if you're asking your guests to rock up in gowns and tuxedos you're gonna have to have the setting the florals the everything else to match the food as well yeah um, and so people's expectations are instantly higher. So you do have to keep that in mind when you're planning it. A lot of the black tie weddings have kind of a Gatsby-ish feel as well. Like the cooler ones mm-hmm. have a very like devil may care, like fun. Rela- they don't have to be formal occasions either. They have a very stylish, maybe slightly vintage inspired look as well. Which is yeah, gorgeous. I've seen some really cool black tie house parties that are quite raucous and, and fun. So you can still have fun with this style of wedding, but it's just important to keep in mind that expectations might be high. The city wedding is another one you're a fan of, Selena. Yeah, I love the city wedding. Again, it really can be a very smaller, very big group. Um, the city wedding to me just says like portraits, you know, by on a Dublin bus or in front of the National Museum or, you know, it's very... The photos cool. are always so much cooler in city weddings. The portraits are deadly because you can literally, depend, whatever, depending on what city you're in, you can always just go for a walkabout with your photographer. Often the photographer will plan in advance where they want to bring you. But it just has a spontaneous feel for me that anything could happen. You could end up, you know, having an extra half an hour where you go for a pint in your favourite local pub. Yeah, they tend to be more personalised because of that. People, I mean, obviously you can have a city wedding in a city that's not your own. Yeah, but it tends to be a city that you're drawn to in some way and that you have a few favourite haunts in. So it's kind of nice to to be able to hang out in them. And I think as well, the other thing that's great about a city wedding is couples tend to be a bit creative with their style as well because you can do like a fun short dress and leather jacket or you can have the big ball gown and you're running across Dame Street or whatever and it looks fab. Yeah, um, it, there's a lot of contrast in a city wedding because it's not a natural 
place for a wedding. So whatever you do, like even wearing a suit and wearing a beautiful dress and holding a bouquet, you're standing out among the backdrop. So that's what makes it so cool to me. Yeah, absolutely. And in terms of venues, you can have somewhere like City Hall and go to a like fabulous city hotel or restaurant, or you can have it in a pub and have just a big party afterwards. So there's a lot of choice there too. Um, it's definitely one for couples who don't want all the like elegance and fuss of a more traditional wedding. Yeah. But it's also not necessarily for shy couples because... Well, it depends on how you do it. But if you're going to be walking down the street in a wedding dress, yeah. people will be looking at you. Exactly. And that's part of the fun of it for me is that you will probably have people coming up to you on the street and wishing you well. And it sometimes can be a little bit like a walking tour of your life, especially if it's a, a city that's local to you or that you live in. It's very about you and your relationship with your partner and all all the things you've done together throughout your relationship. So, yeah, it's... On the day of our civil wedding, I was waiting at a traffic light and the Viking tour bus went by and uh, he on the microphone shouted, she's getting married today and then started singing, I'm getting married in the morning and the whole Viking tour bus started yelling at me and it was really cringe. Yeah. But isn't that the best memory it of was anecdote? Fun. Yeah, no, it was fun. But I was yeah, just if, mortified. So if you are cringing at the thought of that, then maybe the city wedding yes. is so much for you. <laughs> Not for you. Uh, I do think another thing to note, a lot of people think a city wedding is really effortless to do. It's effortless on the day and it feels very seamless, but that's only if it's well planned. So if you're just like, oh yeah, we'll rock up to this pub and we'll all have a pint with 50 people, that might not be as smooth in in reality as you think it is especially if it's like a Friday afternoon or a Saturday Um, so it's just important to kind of think about the logistics a little bit with a city wedding and how you'll move around and how you'll get from one place to the other um, and where you'll fit as well This is probably the style of wedding that has the most different moving parts so it is a bit of a jigsaw and if you're not willing to be very hyper organised about it this maybe isn't the one for you what about destination weddings? Now, I've never been to a destination wedding. I'd love to go. Me neither, um, but they always look amazing. Yeah, and I think if you imagine yourself getting married in the sun and you're from Ireland or the UK or one of the colder countries, it's just the most practical option because you never know what the weather's going to do here. Whereas you're almost guaranteed in Spain or France or Portugal that you'll get a beautiful sunny portrait out of your day yeah absolutely like I love those like long tables for like a big alfresco dinner and it's I know you can't have an alfresco dinner in Ireland I mean you can try (laughs) I've tried my back garden it's not always work. so the most popular destinations for Irish and UK couples are France Portugal Italy Spain but obviously there are endless options you can go to the states you can go Hawaii literally anywhere you want to go you can also combine it with your honeymoon as well which is quite cool and a lot of our destination weddings that we featured on the site the couples say that the best part about it was that they got to feel like they were on holiday with their friends and family because you're probably not going to just have a one or two day wedding if it's destination wedding you're more likely to bring them along for the ride and maybe have like two or three days where you all like go on a tour together or go for big hikes or whatever it is you like to do. Uh, So you really get to have loads of quality time with people you love. It also works really well if a lot of your friends and family live abroad or are scattered to all the four corners of the earth. It means that you can pick somewhere that's kind of easily accessible to all of them. 
yeah and have them all in one place for an extended period of time I do think though um, it's another one where it requires careful planning and it's wise to hire in some professionals to help you with that as well someone local who knows the suppliers and can pull everything together for you within the style you like because often um, the standards can vary wildly the prices can vary wildly and if you don't have local knowledge it can be tricky yeah absolutely do um, plum for someone who can speak the language of the place you're going to and who can tell you exactly what the local suppliers are like because you might not be able to find that information on Google because it's in a different language. It's really tricky and it's really worth spending the money on a planner for a destination wedding. And also it's important to note, I think, that a destination wedding isn't one formula. You can have everything from like that long table in Tuscany yeah, the to like a big beach party in Ibiza. And you can really like within within that style of wedding, you can really play around with it and personalise it. It doesn't have to be just because you're getting married in another country doesn't mean you have to kind of have a cookie cutter style day. Yeah, you don't have to conform to the formula. One thing I have to mention about the destination wedding is if you're thinking of a destination wedding because you think you'll invite loads of people and loads of people will turn you down and you'll get to cut down the destin- or the guest list and the cost absolutely not that's not happening because we're all dying to go to your destination yes. wedding we're all like ready to send our RSVP and we want to go to destination weddings so we're not going to turn down the invitation I'm sorry I know someone who has a very extended family extended social group and had a destination wedding to try and cut it down and still had 200 people in Italy so exactly. yeah not gonna happen. Well, I, we just we hear that a lot, so we want to get that message out there that uh, you, you aren't going to be able to necessarily cut your guest list down to thirty people just because it's in Italy. Everyone is dying to go to Italy. Still, only ask the people you want to have there. Yeah, treat it like any other guest list, basically. Absolutely. The festival wedding. Now, this is another fun one. It's kind of fun, colorful, informal, non-traditional. So it's not necessarily that it has to be. Uh, like a load of bands and a load of mud and a tent um, but it's just generally the kind of fun and informal style weddings that are, are increasingly popular at the moment they're generally about a, like a weekend long celebration and venues like barns, yurts, marquees or exclusive higher venues that are have more of an informal house party vibe um, are perfect for these So the thing with this wedding that really stands out is the feel of it because it's the kind of wedding where you just have to go with the flow. Like if you are a couple who want to include lots of curveballs and lots of offbeat touches, this is a really good one because it often does have, you know, camping accommodation. It could have three bands instead of one or no DJ. You know, it's the kind that tends to be the most unlike the weddings that we know from 15 years ago. So if you're really planning something very different, these are the kind of venues you need to be looking at really is the marquees and the exclusive hire venues. Yeah, so it actually... Uh, so many couples come to us and they say oh we just want like our friends a weekend like not not for it to feel like a wedding at all but the thing is it still is a wedding it still is a wedding and you're going to need a venue that has the logistics for feeding your guests for two days and sleeping your guests for two days so in a way it can be very tricky to organize and it can often be frustrating to, to kind of to plan a wedding like this um but people pull them off all the time and they are possible but they do tend to be a little bit more expensive and a little bit more logistically difficult and that's often the case with all these styles of weddings the ones that feel more laid back and effortless on the day are often the ones that are the hardest to plan yeah definitely the weddings that I've been to that have been the most seamless are always the ones where I know that the couple had spreadsheets upon spreadsheets upon spreadsheets 
And so the next one that I know one person in the one five day office would call a logistical nightmare <laughs> are the marquee weddings. So they can definitely be epic and beautiful and so fun. But having a wedding at home or in a private venue um, comes with a, a barrel of logistics. A massive workload, yeah. Claire is talking about our co-founder, Nisha, who had um, a marquee wedding at home herself. And it was, you know, amazing. She loved every minute, but she didn't realise how much of the workload would be on her. Things like getting port things like... Uh, Bringing in kitchen catering equipment. Kitchen equipment, plumbing... Uh, stocking a bar yourself yeah this really you are going to be so hands-on with this type of wedding so if that's not for you you need to move swiftly along to a different the pros of it though are huge because you can have this spectacular day that's entirely personalized so everything from the choice of cocktails that are being poured to how late you can stay up you can party till 7 a.m and no one's going to switch off the music unless maybe your neighbor's so it's it's really fun and if you want a wedding that's like completely you and you have the garden to do it in it's a great option but it comes with the heavy heavy disclaimer of how much work and how much potential expense could go into it yeah and if you have the money of course you can hire someone to do a lot of that organization for you like Mm. you can hire someone to plan all those little nitty-gritty bits um, but even still, they are going to be coming to you and saying like, oh, we've just had this issue arise with this marquee that we're erecting or whatever. It's still not going to be a straightforward it's plan. It's not throwing a tent up in the garden. <laughs> no, it's not. Uh, it's also, if your ideal wedding is in a really unusual location, this is probably the only way to go about it. So I was at a wedding a uh, year before last that we actually featured on the site that was a marquee on a beautiful beach in Donegal. And if the couple had said to me that, that that's what they were planning, I would have said, oh, listen, lads, this is going to be so much work. I don't know if you know what you're getting yourself into. But it was such a wonderful day. Like if you are really willing to work really hard on putting together this event, don't be put off. Just be realistic about how much work goes into it. Because when we were all standing there on the beach, looking out into the sea, having cocktails and canapes with the sand underfoot, like it seemed to me like it was really worth it. Yeah, but cute, like a big storm coming in off the Atlantic. And it's <laughs> also, very I didn't do any day. of the planning. It was all of them. So <laughs> I don't know. They said it was worth it. They told us afterwards. So at the complete opposite end of the spectrum is the hotel package wedding. So this is the one that we're probably all most familiar with as a traditional Irish or British wedding. It's kind of a when the hotel offers a one-stop shop. They'll look after everything. They have contacts for all the key suppliers in their area. You'll pay a set price for how many ahead. Um, and yeah, there is a lot of choice in this one. There are a lot of hotels that offer it, but it tends to be a little bit less personalised. I am actually so tempted by this kind of wedding just because if you get the date available, you can do it in a relatively short amount of time. It's not the kind of wedding that takes you 18 months of hard graft to put together. And if you pick a hotel that you really like that's quite high end or that you really enjoy the feel of, be it like rustic and countryside or chic and city style, uh, you know, they'll have good taste there and they will put together a lovely day for you. You obviously won't get to choose every little bit of everything that goes in the tables and you'll probably be more likely to pick from a list of extras they can add on for you. But if you're really about an, a zero stress wedding planning session, 
then it's a really good option. Yeah, absolutely. On the day itself, the flow will feel more traditional, regardless of how many things you add in and all the little decorative touches you might make. It will still feel like a more traditional wedding, but there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, and if a ceremony and a lovely meal and a great big party with your pals, you know, sounds good to you, then definitely consider this as one of your options. So Selena, now that we've rounded up all the different styles of weddings, how do we work out which one is right for us? So I think the easiest way to figure out what your style of wedding is, is to close your eyes and imagine being there on your wedding day and try to feel what the vibe is. So is it like clinking glasses at a swanky dinner soiree or is it mad dance moves on the dance floor? Is it a really secluded exchange of vows like the feel of it is so crucial to picking out which style is right for you yeah absolutely it's about the atmosphere um, and what what kind of you picture the day to be and to feel like I think it's really important to think about the end result versus the process so for some people having a smooth planning lead up to the day is just like key they're busy or they don't they don't have an interest in wedding planning which is totally fine whereas for others it's about the attention to detail it's about curating every detail or having a really stylish day with a lot of touches um and so I think it's it's key for couples to to really heavily think about that because a lot of couples dive into planning one of these more involved weddings and they don't realize exactly how much work it might be and we're not trying to put couples off here it's just about being realistic and so that you can enjoy the lead up as much as possible yeah what matters the most is that you have a great day and if you feel like the only way you're going to have a good day is if you hand over a load of the wedding planning to someone else or you get everything sorted you know six months out and you don't have to make any more decisions after that then you know that a certain type of wedding is for you. You know that maybe the hotel is for you or maybe a country house style where they do a lot of the planning for you is for you. Um, And if you feel like you won't have given your wedding day the big show it deserves, if you aren't putting together DIY signage the night before, then obviously a more hands-on style is... Also, please do your DIY projects further out. <laughs> you know there will always be people the night before with the glue gun, gluing no themselves, gluing their fingers to each other. Also, it's good to factor in the non-negotiable. This will also tie in with your venue choice, but if you have to have a party that can go on till five in the morning, then a city wedding might not be for you because a lot of those venues won't offer that. If it has to be child-friendly, um, then maybe a black tie wedding won't work. there's a lot of different things like that so it's important to think of your like top line non-negotiables and how you can tie that in and also the actual guests the people who'll be there on the day so you and your other half might love the idea of a festival wedding but if the average age of the guest list is 70 then that might not work yeah if one of the most important people on your guest list is your granny you maybe don't want to be dragging her all over Dublin city from point A to B to C to D on your wedding day because it's just not feasible yeah and if all your friends are college students then a black tie wedding mightn't work because they mightn't be able to afford drinks at the bar or to yeah it might be put, off get a fancy to talks. them it might you know not be in their comfort zone and you have to consider whether you want to be pulling your guests very far out of the comfort zone and how far out you want to be pulling them guests contribute hugely to to the vibe of a wedding so you have to think of the vibe that they'll create themselves as well and if that ties in with the style of wedding you want because obviously you want your 
if you're having a lot of guests, you you want them to have the kind of day that that fits your friendship and what you guys like to do together and similar with family as well. That's another good tip for picking which style will work for you is to kind of look at your guest list and try and imagine what would those people like? It's obviously your day as well, but where can you imagine all of those people having a great time? Is it in a big ballroom or is it in a tiny restaurant? Another thing that's important to think of with the style of wedding, so much of the focus is on the reception, but the ceremony is a big, obviously a big part of your day and that needs to tie in. So say if you if you really want a church wedding in the countryside, then obviously a city wedding isn't for you. Or if the the legal element is important, maybe a destination wedding won't won't work if if you can't do the legal bit there yeah a lot of couples tell us that one of their big wants for their wedding day is to have everything in one place which really means that you're going to have to consider oh the ceremony might have to be in the venue or is there if you're getting married in a church is there a church that's a drivable distance from what i'm doing so that will really dictate it as well the festival wedding marquee wedding country house wedding those kind of suit if you really want minimal traveling um some of the others involve quite a lot of traveling throughout the day and obviously for the destination wedding you know you're really uprooting your whole life you're gonna have to bring quite a lot of luggage with you for that one so try and figure out as well if that's something that's going to make you comfortable if you're not a big fan of traveling in general don't have a destination don't have a destination as in you might think i love being on holiday but actually i get really stressed out in the three hours where i'm trying to pack and get out the door you know that would be times 50 for a destination wedding so just be careful that you're picking the style of wedding that you're able to cope with without going a little bit insane which we all do during wedding planning but Try to cut yourself some slack and go for something that you know you can handle and that you and your partner will actually enjoy. That's the thing. When you look back on the day, you have to think of like, yeah, we did ourselves justice. And that doesn't mean we had the biggest and most elaborate wedding. It just means that you had the wedding you wanted and that you did it exactly like how you wanted to. So once you've decided on the style of the wedding, what's the next step, Selena? The next step is pretty much always the venue search or if you're planning a destination wedding, the location search. So picking the country and maybe the area you want to get married in. Um, So, yeah, then you got to go hunting for a venue, which is a whole other thing. Luckily, we have lots of further reading for you to help. If you go ahead to the show notes, you can check out our recommended venues and lots of lists of venue guides and our 100 best venues guide as well. Yeah, we make a list every year of our favourite 100 venues in Ireland. So if you're thinking of a style of wedding that lends itself to an Irish location, then you should check that out as well. One Fab Day Listener Dilemmas. Here on the One Fab Day Wedding Podcast, we're just dying to help you out with any wedding planning dilemmas that you might have. So Claire, you've been digging around in our inbox this week. What have have you chosen? So this uh, came in from a bride. She said, my venue have told me I'm only able to get in to decorate the room on the morning of the wedding. I plan to have lots of personal touches and do the decoration myself. I'm bringing in my own napkins, cutlery, glasses, and we also want to hang lights and dot signage around the venue. Is it normal for the venue to only let you in on the day of the wedding? I'm not sure if I can trust someone else to do the setup because I know exactly how I want it all to look. Any advice would be great. So I guess to start, yeah, it kind of is is normal normal for (laughs) you not to be uh, able to get into the room the day before because they might have a wedding there the day before. If it's a popular venue or it's a popular time of year, 
um, you might only have it on the day. So when it comes to what to do next, um, there's a couple of ways you can go with this. My number one tip would be to hire a professional. So a stylist or a florist that does styling. Um, and that way you can still have an input in how exactly how you want it all to look. You can still buy the props or the decorations, but that person will go in and set up. And the great thing about that is they're insured so they can do things like hanging lights, which you might not actually be able to do in your venue, depending. Um, and also they often have a team so they can come in and do it in an hour. And um, Whereas for the rest of us mere mortals, it might take several hours to set up. They know exactly what they're doing. Um, in that scenario, you can still make things you want mm. for yourself if you are really into DIYing certain elements of the day or your partner is into graphic design and they really want to do the signage. You know, you can still do that and hand it over to the stylist. Yeah, absolutely. And I think if you're if you don't necessarily have a budget or you don't think you want a stylist and um, you can always recruit a friend or a team of friends to do the setup for you. Absolutely do not do the setup yourself on the morning of your wedding. Um, it'll take longer than you think. Nothing is worth the stress of having your makeup applied while you're like fixing centerpieces. <laughs> yes, exactly. What I would say though, if you know exactly how you want it to look, do a mock-up of a table or a play setting and take a photo and put things in boxes and label them exactly where you want them to go so that people just have a complete guide to how to do it, a checklist, and they're not getting creative themselves because that's not what you want. Obviously, you have an idea of what you want. Choose the people you ask carefully. They should be someone who have a good idea of the style you're going for, someone with a good aesthetic ability and also the kind of person who will be by the book and won't go rogue. Yeah, it's not going to start hanging gold streamers out of the ceiling. <laughs> Unless that's exactly what you want, in which case, go for it. Go on. <laughs> we are gathered here in the sight of God and his casino to join... Homer and Marge in holy matrimony. Beautiful. Next! Now step away from the spreadsheets. Now, before we wrap up, as you know by now, we like to encourage you to put away your phone, laptop or old school planning folder from time to time and do something fun. So, Selena, what non-wedding related activity have you got for us this week? So for the first time ever, we might be going outside We're the going house. outside! <laughs> with this week's uh, suggestion. So, uh, wedding planning can get very pressurised I feel there's always a little bit of influence coming from somewhere and also it can kind of upend your life in a, mm-hmm. in a way there's all this extra workload you're taking on and if you have an existing second job it is it's like, it's like a part time job on top of your job so if you are quite diligent about exercising and going to the gym that might all be derailed by wedding planning uh, so I think it's a great time to do a physical health reset which I like to do by doing non-competitive exercise. So for me, I moved house in November and I really, really fell behind with all of my exercise regime. Selena does morning aerobics. I like to think in leg warmers. I'm basically uh, the same person I was in 1989, (laughs) which is a big fan of Jane Fonda and working out at home. Uh, And I just completely fell behind with everything. I couldn't really face into starting from scratch. So I wanted to do something really low pressure so I did yoga with Adrian. she is a yoga instructor on YouTube and she has so we're not leaving the house you're still not leaving the house no hold on Claire bear with me so I did her 30 days of yoga program which is really really approachable and flexible and if you're feeling good one day you can do a lot of push ups and if you're feeling tired one day you can really take it easy the other thing that I've done throughout 2018 when I really wanted like a reset button 
on my exercise regime was go to a class. Now, it's actually quite hard to find a non-competitive class because you're competing with yourself as well as the other people in the class, mm-hmm. as well as the instructor. You're kind of looking at them going, they're it's so amazing. A bit behind. Yeah, I'll never be able to like jump as high as them. But the one that really worked for me was my friend has a class called Fearless Moves. And it's all based on pop music. So the moves are inspired by pop music. Fun. Yeah. And the so I've gone to like themed ones, so like Beyonce themed. There was a... Oh, she gets a DJ in, right? She gets a DJ in and the moves are tailored to the songs. So she had like um, a 90s one that felt very like an old school, like school disco from my youth. It was really good fun. Did you bring leg warmers? No leg warmers, but we do have glow sticks. Oh. It is great crack. Yeah. So... That's a good tip. Um, yeah, I think... The kind of non-competitive exercise is a really good way to just, if you're not a big exercise person, to just give yourself some headspace. Or if you are, to give yourself a bit of a break if you're falling behind in the gym. That's totally fine. The One Fab Day Wedding Podcast. Thank you so much for listening to the One Fab Day Wedding Podcast. We'll be back next week and every week sharing advice, insight and general wedding chatter to see you all the way to your big day. Our podcast is only a newborn baby, so please help us spread the word. That was very JVN of you. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Little baby podcast. Should I keep going? Yes. <laughs> um, our podcast is only a little newborn baby, so please help us spread the word. Send it to anyone you know who's getting married and don't hesitate to get in touch with us as well. You can email your wedding questions to hello at onefabday.com or get in touch via social media. We're at onefabday on Instagram, Facebook and all the other socials. And we must not forget about the thing that started it all, onefabday.com. Selena and I have a day job over there. Uh, we're putting up new features every single day, so click on over for fresh helpings of real weddings, checklists, playlists, style ideas and decor inspiration the one fab day wedding podcast head over to hulu this march where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long catch the acclaimed movie all of us strangers starring paul muscal and andrew scott stream the new hulu original limited series we were the lucky ones with joey king and logan lerman and don't forget about Grey's Anatomy. Every Grey's episode ever is now streaming on Hulu. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A. FDA approved for over 20 years. So, talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com.